0: Well, hello and welcome back to My Business Playbook. It is so good to be with you today. Thank you so much for joining us. Today is a quick win episode and I'm going to be talking you through how I got over my fear of sales. Oh, my goodness. I've got so much to unpack with you. And if you are someone who is a bit freaked out by sales, if you're a creative, if you're a service provider, if you're someone who knows they need to get better at sales, know that you need to get comfortable with sales, but you're kind of a bit nervous and a bit gun-shy then this is for you, my friend. I have been exactly where you are, and I'm going to show you how I got over my fear of sales. And hopefully you can do the same. Now, before we begin, if you love this episode, it would mean so, so much to me. If you could hit subscribe, wherever you're watching this, wherever you're listening to this, if you can hit subscribe, that'd mean the world to me so that, um, a, you don't miss a thing and B, it means that more people can actually see our podcast and see what we do. So it would mean the world to me if you could do that. Thank you so much. All right, let's dive in. So today I'm talking about how I got over my fear of sales. Now, when I first started my business, if you had have asked me, what is your least favorite part of running a business? I would have instantly answered, I wouldn't have needed any time to think, I would have said, I hate selling. Now, the funny thing is before I started my business, I actually, my, my job before I started my business was in sales before I went into marketing. And I was terrible at it. I mean, I was the worst salesperson, uh, you know, ever. And I was working for a coffee roaster and they did beautiful specialty coffee. Their name is Glee Coffee Roasters. I still drink their coffee every day and I love their coffee. Um, Anyway, the reason I even got this job was because my sister and my brother-in-law ran the business. So they kind of just gave me the job. (laughs) I had no experience. I'd never done any sales training. I had no idea what I was doing. I understood coffee, but I didn't know how to sell anything. So my job was to try to get cafes on board as wholesale accounts. So stocking Glee coffee in their cafes. Anyway, I would go into the cafe and I loved the coffee and I really believed in the product, but I would get so fearful and so sheepish that I would go in with my little bag of coffee and I would be like, hello, like my name's Laura and I really want to talk to you about your coffee. I feel like you could improve on your coffee. And so, you know, why don't you try this coffee instead? And by the end of the conversation, I would be, not only would I not be selling the product, I would be backing out of there as fast as I could. I, by the end of it, I'd be like, do you know what? Forget about it. I don't even like coffee, you know, coffee stinks. And I just leave and, and, You know, none of those things were true, but I was so freaked out about selling and something in me felt icky, felt pushy, felt like, oh, this doesn't feel right. Like, and I think there's also, uh, I don't know if it's an Australian thing as well, where we kind of don't like to say, hey, this is really good. What we do is really awesome and it's gonna help you. And probably what you do isn't as good. You need our help. We don't, we aren't as direct as that. So I had this real aversion to sales. Now, thankfully in that business where I worked, they said to me, hey, Laura, like, you know, they very graciously said, we reckon maybe you should be doing something different. And they kind of pushed me into, uh, lovingly, (laughs) gently pushed me into um, looking after their Instagram, looking after their emails, looking after some of their marketing. And all of a sudden I was like, oh, I love this. And that's how I started my business from there. So really all these things, they happen for a reason. Now, the reason I'm sharing this with you is I want you to know that I was not naturally good at sales. I was not someone who started a business and could talk the talk and could, could kind of schmooze and like get anyone to do anything I wanted. That was not me. And I really recognized early on when I started my business, because I'd had a little bit of that experience in sales, I realized the success of my business completely depended on my ability to sell. And I realized I needed to work on this. So when I first started my business, when I started La La Social Club, I was very aware of my a uh, lack of capability in that area. <laughs> so I very quickly, I was making about $400 a week and, you know, I was stoked with that. I was, I think I was still making coffee on the side. I, I was kind of like doing bits and pieces everywhere. And I joined this coaching program and I couldn't afford it essentially. Like I, I don't even know how I got let in. I couldn't afford it. And the big thing they worked on was sales. And for me, it was this, it was this tipping point where I realized if I don't learn how to sell, I'm just going to be the person who is good at social media and marketing, but isn't good at running a business. So I really had to decide consciously to get over it, (laughs) to get over my fear of selling. And this was not an overnight thing. I just want to put this as a disclaimer. This was not an overnight thing. This took me a period of, I would say 18 months to two years. So I worked with, in this coaching program, then I worked one-on-one with a business coach who worked specifically on my sales process with me because I knew I can market. I knew I had that skill. That was what I was good at, but I knew that if I could sell, I could grow my business. So Through that whole journey, I'm standing here six and a half years later, and I know that I'm good at sales, but the thing is, I, it's not something I was naturally good at. It's something I had to learn. It is a skill the same way that marketing is a skill. I believe that anything in business is a skill that you can learn if you're willing to do the work. So I really wanted to chat with you today about the things that I've learned and the six ways that I recommend you can get over your fear of sales. So if you're like me back when I worked for that coffee company and you hated sales, you avoid it like the plague, you are like, oh my goodness, like I can do what I'm good at, but I hate selling. Then you are going to find these strategies helpful. These are all the things I've learned. This is perfect for anyone who is a creative like me, who is like, I just want to do the cool work and I don't want to be pushy. I don't want to be salesy. This is really going to help you. Okay. So a lot of the business owners that I work with, a lot of the business owners that I come across when they first start out, they struggle to be direct, they struggle to lead the sales process and they feel icky. There's a bit of a mindset issue. There's a, oh, I don't feel, this doesn't feel natural to me. So I'm gonna share six ways that you can overcome your fear of sales. Number one, find your zone of genius. What I mean by this is figure out how you like to sell best. Some people it's face to face. For some people it's on the phone. For some people it might be on Zoom. Or, you know, we have a lot of people who they'd sell by chat. They don't necessarily even have a phone conversation. That's only for like certain people, certain products as well. You need to figure out what works for you. For me, I know if I can get someone on a phone call, I can sell to them if they're a good fit. Um, I don't work with everyone. And I don't think you should either. (laughs) So it's really about if they're a good fit, then I will offer my services to them. If not, I'm not going to offer my services. So just a little side note for you. So you need to find what works for you. You need to find the way of selling that feels good to you. I will tell you, I have sold face to face. I've sold uh, on a stage before. I've sold on video calls on phone calls. And I will say phone calls for me have been the most comfortable I've felt when selling because I can have a script in front of me. I can take so many notes. I'm not worried about, oh, like, are they watching me and kind of, I don't know. I'm not worried about how I like carry the conversation by looking at them. You know what I mean? So I can, I love the phone call, but you got to find what works for you. You might find that doing a zoom sales call is your sweet spot. You might like the face to face. It's totally up to you, but you need to find your strengths and your, where you feel comfy and you got to stick to that. So that's number one. Number two, check your mindset. So you've got to remember that your service or your product Is there to solve a problem for your customer selling is serving and if you don't believe that your product or service solves a problem for someone then I want you to jump back in and revisit okay what are the problems that I'm solving for my people what is the value that I'm bringing and if you need to give yourself a little pep talk Maybe jump back in if you've got any testimonials from people or messages that you've received from clients where they've said, oh, my goodness, this has changed my life or this has helped me achieve this. You've helped me do X, Y and Z. Before you do a sales call, read through some of those awesome reviews because it's going to help you to to show up. And even your posture is going to be different because you're going to know, do you know what? What I do helps the people I serve, So it's really about going into this sales process, these sales conversations with the mindset of selling is serving. And if I don't offer to help someone who really needs it because I'm worried about being pushy or salesy or icky, You're actually a jerk if you don't, (laughs) sorry to be so direct, but if you don't offer to help someone who really needs it and you don't actually say, hey, look, I can see you're struggling with this, this and this, and I actually have a service that's gonna help you to overcome that and actually get some awesome results. Do you wanna talk about that? That's all it is, it's just a conversation, but if you aren't open to the conversation, if you think people are gonna come knocking on your door and like go, oh, I need to speak to Laura about this. They're not gonna do that. We actually need to be open to the selling, be open to the sales process and actually remind ourselves constantly. If we wanna serve our people, we need to sell to them. We can't give away everything for free. That's not serving them. We need to really make sure our mindset is ironclad on this. Okay. Number three, another mindset thing, get comfortable with rejection. Oh my goodness, this is a big one. So the reality is that in business, you will not get a 100% conversion rate. That's just, that's just a fact. That's just the data, right? So you need to be okay with people saying no. People might say, hey, it's not, the good, not a right time for me. It's too expensive. It's not the right fit. I don't see the value. People are going to say these things. That's okay. It doesn't mean that you have some sort of terrible flaw as a human being. It just means they're probably not your people, or it might mean that you need to actually work on how you communicate the value. Okay. So all it is, it's just telling us, okay, I haven't communicated the value enough here. I haven't handled the objections enough or that person's not my person and that's okay right? So we have to get comfortable with rejection because it's part of the, it's part of the gig. Number four, get clear on what you do and don't do. For me as a service provider, I really had to actually where my sales got really like I felt like everything clicked. The moment I felt it click was when I started offering one service I moved from done for you social media management. This was years ago and I started consulting and I had one offer. It was like a four week kind of intensive strategy. And I was like, this is, this is what I do before I work with anyone ongoing. I do this product and I made it like a product. This is, this is how much it is. It's a set price. This is how much it is. And this is the next step. Like, so I didn't have to go, oh, I've got to quote you on X, Y, and Z. It was just like, this is the next step. Here's how much it costs. Do you want to pay now? Or do you want to pay a bit later? (laughs) It just becomes so much easier. Oh my goodness. So by clarifying what I wanted to do and what I didn't want to do, I could really sell with confidence because I could have kind of a script set out. Uh, So it really, really helped me. When I had too many services, it meant that i would i would trip myself up i'd get a bit confused and i would struggle to close people because i had too many options for them so by drilling it into one option i found it helped a lot number 5 know your customers objections oh my goodness handling objections is vital your customer might like there are a few key objections that come up a lot number one is time Uh, number two is often money. And the other one that I see is I need to talk to my partner or I need to talk to someone else. So it's like a, they're not, they're not confident that they're the decision maker. So it's really important that we understand those objections and we can preempt those objections and handle those objections in our sales calls. So if someone says, I need to talk to my partner, Okay, cool. Well, when can I have a chat with you and your partner on the on the phone? Let's just stop right here. When can we do that? Let's tee that up right now. I don't want to continue until uh, we have both of you on the call. Oh, it's like so much easier when you actually know, okay, cool. Well, we need someone else on the, in this conversation to make a decision. so let's let's organize that. It's all good. Just a conversation, right? So you've got to understand your customers' objections, and then you've got to, um, handle them in your sales process, in your marketing, in your sales page. It's, it's got to be everywhere. You've got to be addressing those objections so that when they come to you, they, they already kind of feel like, oh, no, 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 she's already addressed X, Y, and Z. I already know that that's all, that's all going to be covered. Okay. Final point, lead the process. Do not let the prospect tell you where they want to go. Do not let them lead the conversation because you're going to end up somewhere you don't want to be. (laughs) So when you take a sales call, even when you're chatting with people in DMs and you're selling on chat, right? I want you to just imagine you're walking into a room and holding your posture up and you're saying, I'm leading this. I'm the captain now. (laughs) What is that off? Um, That's on a movie. Anyway, you are the captain now. That's what you need to think. You need to think, I am the captain now. I'm leading this conversation from start to finish. Now, what that looks like is as soon as you get into the conversation, you're going to say, hey, this is what we're going to cover today. Super excited to be chatting with you. Rather than being like, hey, how are you? How's your week? Oh my gosh, have you had COVID? Oh, the kids, they're sick. Oh no, we don't want to get into all that. We actually just want to keep it really like uh, concise. We want to be like, hey, super excited to chat with you. We're going to go through this, this and this today. And by the end of this conversation, I'm hoping we're going to have clarity on the next step from here. Sound good? Awesome. Let's dive in. So it becomes more like they're kind of like, oh, this person is not just going to waffle and kind of there's a structure and they know that you're in charge of the conversation, which is really really important. We need to be direct and clear in our communication. And really what I see marketing and and sales as it's you grabbing your prospect by the hand and saying, Hey, I'm going to help you with X, Y, and Z, and we're going to go this way. And you're just holding them by the hand, just guiding them. That's all it is. So in our sales conversations, we need to We need to own those conversations. So that means at the start, that means at the end, really important at the end as well, because don't close things off with something vague. (laughs) Don't be like, okay, cool, we'll be in touch. No, 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 you need to say, here's the next step. Here's how much it costs. Here's what we're gonna do from here. Would you like to pay cash or card? (laughs) Like it needs to be direct. The next step needs to be really, really clear. And don't be weird about the money stuff as well. People need to know how much things cost. It's just part of life. <laughs> so don't be sheepish or weird about talking about your pricing, okay? So I'm gonna run through those six key points again. Oh my goodness. I, I Can you tell I'm excited about this? This is, for me, this was such a light bulb moment in my business and I know it's gonna be the same for you. If you can get over this fear of sales and start to confidently lead the process. So point number one, find your sales zone of genius. Find out where you wanna sell from, where your like s- sweet spot is. Number two, check your mindset. Remember that selling is serving. Number three, get comfortable with rejection. You're not gonna achieve 100% conversion rate, okay? So just forget about that. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> number four, get clear on what you do And don't do, don't give people too many options, make it easy for people to buy from you. Number five, know your customers' objections. Oh my goodness, handle those objections in your marketing, in your sales calls. And finally, number six, lead the process. Remember, you are the captain now. You are owning that sales conversation, my friend. Okay, I hope that this helps you. Final takeaway, remember that selling like anything in business, is a skill. And it's one that you can and must learn. Your business cannot grow without sales. Your business cannot grow without marketing. You need those two things more than anything. In the startup phase, you need those two things. They're like oxygen in your business, right? Really, really important to learn this skill. And I wanna say, if you do wanna learn the skill of selling, If you want to learn actually how do we structure a sales call? What's our sales script? How does this all kind of work? Then, and if you're earning over 5k a month right now, you're a creative service provider, then I want to encourage you hit me up and apply to join us inside the Next Level Club. Okay, if you're a creative service provider, if you're earning over 5k a month, if you want to scale your creative business, and if you want to sell like a pro, and learn how to do this then be sure to send me a dm on instagram just with the words next level and i'll send you all of the details okay my friend thank you for joining me for this quick win episode i hope that you have a wonderful week i will see you same time same place next week but in the meantime go get them